Life is one big ride. Sometimes it's smooth, bumpy, fast, or slow. Sometimes you get held up or delayed. Most of the time, it's uncomfortable. Here on The Ride, we tackle all of these elements through candid and transparent conversations. This journey is paved with different perspectives and hopefully some healing and clarity. Our hope is that you walk away from this conversation enlightened, empowered, and inspired to accelerate on the journeys ahead. So buckle up, sit back, and relax because this is The Ride. About the time when my dog died, I got the car, had a hard time. Yeah. Breathe in, breathe out, I was trying to be even, so we out. We gon' spend like all of the drama fly. I got dogs like aluminized, and we brand new. I've been hurt too many times, and I'm damaged. I screamed two times, and he vanished. Uh, yeah. Bessie probably still on the back street. My granny don't know that I pack heat, but they tell my granddaddy don't pack me. I got too much ambition. Everyone uh, in my fruition. My sister won't have no tuition Even if I got it, care to get it yeah. Dead man walking, I'm a dead man stalking He just a dead talking You took that pledge and won't die about it uh. I lost some homies, won't cry about it uh. I'ma put Nico on my chain I'ma tag Tato on my face When I look in the mirror, I see them spirits Tato cause it means we in hell Buy new cutters cause I got some new pain uh. Tiana, my new flame Don't know how long it's gon' last But f- I put it all in the pack Don't be surprised if my heart in the trash Just put your heart in the back Stick up Telling me put my blick up They been waiting on a nigga to slip up Five, five, uh, six my mad I just got a new bag, got a new car 840 my HP, and it got a new gas We go all the way, watch how I'm risking my heart today Reminiscing about my flaws today Look in the mirror, see it all today Welcome to the Ride Podcast It is your girl, Cole And we are here today to talk about chapter one. Chapter one. I feel like chapter one should not be chapter one. Chapter one was definitely making the purchase, right? So for whatever reason you purchase the book, whether it be just because you love me, whether it be because you know you support the message, you have the book, right? I want you to really do the work. So often we forget who we are. And most importantly, when I see you, I see you. I want you to see you too. I don't want you to say, you know, hey, I'm a mom, I'm a wife, I'm a businesswoman, a boss, all these things. I want it to be just you, strip naked. So that's what this book is going to do. This book is book slash journal. I call it a book because it has a lot of my story intertwined in it. So yes, it's a journal and you're going to write your thoughts down. You're going to do the work. You're going to do the assignments. But, you know, it's like the best of both worlds. It's an easy read um, and a hard assignment. So we're going to do the work. We're going to do it together and we're going to talk about it. We're going to drill into what it looks like, feels like, and we're going to discuss it. And hopefully you guys will discuss it with me on social media networks. Call me up, however you want to do it. 
I'm interested in knowing, you know, how it works for you. And if it really works at all, maybe it's just me. Here we are. Where did it start? I left my son's dad in like a matter of 24 hours. I got to the point where I was just tired. I was just tired. So I found the best apartment I could find that could move me in the fastest. And I think I was moved in like the next week. And I remember getting into the apartment and getting all the stuff that was mine out of storage and moving it into the apartment and sitting in it like, holy crap. <laughs> Not that, holy crap, what did I do? But that, holy crap, what is all this stuff? Like, what now? I remember just feeling so absent. Like, where am I? Like, I don't like this couch. I don't like this picture. I don't even like this apartment. I don't like all the stuff that I'm trying to do to make this apartment feel like home, you know? And it was a process of really finding out that I didn't know me at all. Like, let me figure out what happened to me. What's wrong with me? And not just, you know, feeling lost in that moment, in that, that, that room. It was more so just feeling like, how did I get here? What did I do to make me get to the point where I decided that I needed to leave my son's father so abruptly? I mean, y'all, it was, it was, it was not a regret, but it was very dramatic. Like I closed the account saying, you know, took our money out and decided we weren't going to buy a house and signed a lease and all of it was expecting him to, you know, straighten up and do what he had to do and come back. And, you know, that's a separate story. But I just remember asking myself, how did I get here? Like, what happened to me to become this person where I needed to be so rational? And now that I've done all these rational things, I don't even know who I am. I don't even know who I am without this relationship, without being a mom, without anything. I moved in and, you know, there was no kid and there was no fiance or boyfriend or whatever he wanted to call himself. And there was nothing. There was just me. And I didn't know who that person was. It was the most uncomfortable thing ever. I did not want to sit with me in that room alone. And while everything around me was so heartbreaking, the most heartbreaking thing was just not wanting to sit with myself. I did not want to be alone. It was just like, oh my gosh, can somebody, anybody, please come. Like <laughs> anybody, you know, friends, uh, significant others, ex-boyfriends, anything. It was just anything but me, right? And that's not a place that you want to be. And, you know, your story may be different. Your story may be you're happy sitting in your reality with your husband, uh, with your friends, all those things. You may be good with that. But can you sit with you in a room? And when I realized I could not, I just had to go back to the beginning. Where did my life change so dramatically that it ultimately could have changed me, right? So in the book, I talked a lot about, you know, the first thing I could think about that kind of rocked my world. So I remember my father taking me on this long car ride and you know, he kind of was just like, you know, get in the car, let's 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 go for a ride. And I'm like, okay, yeah, sure, Dad. Like it was just me. My sister was three years younger. I believe I was around 13. 
I want to say 13. I could have been younger, give or take. I don't remember. Uh, I just know I was old enough to understand and to be like, you know, not with my sibling because she was too young. So I'm thinking she was maybe like 10 or three years apart. But either way, either here or there, I remember going on this ride and my dad explaining to me like, hey, your mom and I are about to separate. And, you know, I wanted to give this really rash response. Like, you know, I hate you. Um, This is terrible. But like, I just remember feeling so like, okay, like, you know what? Fine. Like, all my friends are divorced. Like, you know, they, they live in single parent households. You know, I came from a good home. Like, we had, you know, myself. I had a sibling. I had any pet I could think of. I think I had a total of three, three dogs throughout my childhood. I had a bird. I had two rabbits. I had, um, what else did I have? Um, anything I can think of. It was like literally your American dream. Mother, father, sibling, pets. We had dinner every night. We, everything. Like it was just, it was just a good home. And it wasn't something that I saw a lot around me. Like I grew up in a good neighborhood. So I saw both. I saw nuclear families. I saw um, single families. I saw all these different things, but I think more common was the single family, right? So when he told me that, I'm like, okay, great. And that fell into me wanting to be like everybody else. Like, okay, you know what? I'm okay with being like my friends. Maybe this will like make them like me more, right? And I also felt a lot of resentment towards my mom. And it may have been the way he told me the story. Um, I'm not going to say he pitted it towards her, but, you know, he didn't protect her innocence at all. It wasn't till years later or months later, maybe, that I actually found out, like, okay, wait, this this wasn't my mom's fault. This was your fault. You know, this was your doing. But I remember coming back and seeing my mom so hurt that, you know, he had this conversation without her, that, you know, not knowing what he may have said. And she may have even been hurt a little bit about the fact that I resented her. I felt like, well, he is leaving and he's telling me he's leaving. It has to be your fault, right? So there goes my, you know, underlying issue with feeling like, you know, women are the problem and a woman should do whatever she has to do to keep her man, right? And that's where I, that's where I was at. So, you know, I, I went back to this point. I didn't realize the effect it had on me. And so I'm sitting with myself and I don't like myself. I'm thinking like, I should definitely go back. Like, regardless of how I'm being treated, you know, I should, I should do whatever it takes to stick around and make this work because it's better being with somebody and being unhappy than being with myself and being unhappy. Right. So these are the options that I'm weighing and neither are true, but at the time I'm just like, you know, I have to figure this out. Like, I have to figure out where this all went wrong. So I went back to this very moment. And before then, I had no care in the world. I was, you know, having fun. I was a kid. You know, life hadn't hit yet. 
But at this moment, when I got the news that my parents were separating, life hit. It was like, wow, life is not perfect. Things can things can be great one minute and not great the next. And it'll happen overnight and it'll hit you and, you know, it'll be here and that's it. You know, that was my mentality. So sitting with myself frightened me because it was like, oh my gosh, everything was good yesterday. And today I decided to leave and go sign a lease. And, you know, it just, it made me feel just about doing what I did because I felt like things happened that way. You know, I, I, I don't remember my parents arguing too much, not anything out of the normal. So when they decided they were going to separate, it was like, where did this come from? You know, because they were so good at hiding it. So to me, it felt like, okay, that's what you do. You know, and the same thing with my son's father. Everybody was so surprised. Like, why are you leaving? Like, okay, he just did one little thing. No, it was years. (laughs) But I was so good at concealing those things. And when I was tired, I left because I thought that was what I was supposed to do. When I get tired, I leave whether people know the story or not, whether I, I take the necessary, you know, measures to you know, save the relationship or not, I felt like, you know, I did what I need to do. So here I am sitting in, you know, my past because I'm, I'm, I'm thinking and I'm trying to figure out, you know, where did my whole life change, right? And, you know, I think this was an important part and it'll be an important part for you too because we're created so many times over in our lifetime. Right. We're reborn into, you know, who we're going to be like. I'm not the same person that I was last year. Um, Something changed me and I won't be the same person next year. I'm sure something will change me. Each of those things that change you need to be addressed because you have to be able to process the change. And I never processed the change until I was sitting there with myself and I didn't like it. So the same goes for you. You know, I really want you to take a minute and, you know, process. Like, where did this all start? Like, how did I forget me, right? How did I get so lost in wanting to be a wife, a mom, a sister, a brother, a friend, all these things, and I forgot what I wanted what I needed, what I liked, what I loved, and just wanting to make all the people that I love happy. And I want you to sit and I want you to think of that. Um, And I also want you to make a therapy appointment. You know, I will always be an advocate for therapy. And a lot of times you need to sit with somebody who is unbiased and you need to talk about the things that bother you and that are going on with you so that you're able to process and somebody is able to help you process that doesn't care about anything you have going on, doesn't know you from Timbuktu and will tell you, girl, mm-mm. <laughs> you a little left, you know, and, you know, we all want to be right, but sometimes we're not. So th- I want you to make a therapy appointment and then I want you to ask yourself some, some questions before you go to therapy, Right. And and I want you to, you know, think about the moment your life changed. I want you to think about that. I want you to really go back. Like, you should be back in your childhood to where the first moment you feel like 
you know, things started to change for you. And, and then I want you to think about, you know, how you felt about that change. What happened? Were you okay with that change? Were you not okay with that change? How did you really feel? Like, just get naked with yourself a little bit. Um, you're not having to tell this to anybody else but yourself. And then how do you feel about this change now? What does this change do to you now? Then I was okay with it. Now I'm just like, wow, like this change really presents itself in my life now. I feel like a ra- uh, relationships end abruptly. I feel like you do things abruptly, like you keep your feelings suppressed and then one day you're just over it and you leave. You know, I also want you to say what the result of this change was. Understanding how it makes you feel now goes into what the result is. How does this affect your life now? What do you do that you probably wouldn't have done because of this change? And then when you go to therapy, I want you to tell your therapist about all these feelings, right? And I want you to tell me that you booked your appointment. And I want to see confirmations. And I want to see all these things because therapy is going to be a major factor in getting through this journal. It's going to be several steps that trigger you. And they're intentional. But I also need you to have a backup to when, you know, I'm not available, when your friends are not available, your family is not available. And I want it to be a trusted person to help you get through this because you will be triggered. (laughs) And you will be emotional. And that's the goal because we're trying to get through ourselves. We're pulling back all of these layers to get to who we are underneath them. And that is the most important thing. And I hope you guys are ready to do the work because I'm ready and I'm going to do it with you. I have a new stage in my life and I'm curious to see how it's changed from the last stage to now. Like it, share it. Most importantly, be inspired by it. Join the conversation. Tell your friends about it. Tell your friends to pull up. <laughs> this is the ride. Thank you for listening. I'm still the same a little bit. You was hoping I'd change a little bit. I just hope for my pain a little bit. When you call me, I came a little bit. Huh? You like pain with me too. I got a new heart, it's nip blue. They saying I'm cold, but you for my soul. Reminisce about the time when my dog died. I got the car, had a hard time. Yeah. Breathe in, breathe out. I was trying to even, so we out. We gon' spin like all of the drummer fly. I got dogs like aluminized, and we branded. I've been hurt too many times, and I'm damaged. I screamed two times, and he vanished. Uh, uh, Messi probably still on the back street. My granny don't know that I pack heat, but they tell my granddaddy don't pack me. I got too much ambition. Uh, Rapping won't in my fruition. My sister won't have no tuition. Even if I got it, care to get it. Yeah. I'm a dead man stalker, he just a dead talker You took that pledge and won't die by it up I lost some moments, won't cry by it I'ma put Nico on my chain I'ma tattooed off on my face When I look in the mirror, I see them spirits Tell them cause it means we inherit it yeah.